Welcome to the long and awaited 14th episode of In the Study. I'm Ben Marcoulier, accompanied here by my good friend and co-host, John Jack Jiggins. Jack, how do we do today? I do quite well, Ben. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'll, I'll probably give it a, an 8 out of 10 on the on the Ben scale today. That's fair. 8 out of 10. Uh, good to get this week out of the way. It was a really yes. tough and stressful week, especially with the schoolwork, tests, mm-hmm. quizzes, stuff like that. But the long weekend is officially here. Yeah, I'm let's excited go. for it. That's you know, ser- like seriously. Let's, let's go. go. Yeah, look, we got a lot to work. I got a lot of work this weekend. Yeah, I have work, and mm-hmm. I also have this college preparation day tomorrow. I'm going to write some more supplemental essays, hammer down on that Common App, and good really, for you. Really, really get organized. You excited to send your apps? I'm excited to send my apps. Good. I'm excited for this process. So. Simmer down. Simmer down a little bit. Yeah, so they I come can... December. I w- I was thinking about this earlier, and I, we've mentioned it before. Uh, I do really think doing that like sort of college draft thing uh as i don't as like a, a project for this uh would be pretty cool like remember how we were like with the hats oh like yeah, the yeah, yeah the college yeah, like yeah. i'm like so i'm so gonna do that i think we, we should do that i think i mean obviously we have to do it come may oh yeah because nobody will have picked that even though they'll have acceptances they want to have picked them picked yeah so, uh, but once that happens, I think that'd be really cool to like end the year, and I think it'd be really cool as like a creative project for you and I. Oh, I agree. I, hopefully, the uh, listeners, if if you have any feedback on that, let us know. But uh, we think you'd enjoy that as well. I think so too. Mm-hmm. That'd be that's a good idea. Yeah. Anyways, though, with with applying to colleges early action, also comes the fall season. That's true. And Jack, we are officially in fall. The leaves are changing. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little colder. The wind's breezing a little chillier. A little chillier. Football's on. Yep. We are officially in autumn. Now, with that, I say we jump right into the Mount Rushmore. So, what is your Mount Rushmore of fall things? I know things is very, is open to interpretation. I mean, mm-hmm. what are your favorite fall activities? What are your favorite things to do in the fall? It could be food, activity, watching something. Right. Yada, yada, yada. So, I'm going yeah. I'm to I'm give the mic to you. Mm-hmm. Hand the floor off to you. Mm-hmm. All yours, buddy. All right, so for fall, I've I've got to say, um, I got to give a shout out to like, honestly, like apple cider. If we're talking about just things in general, I really do like apple cider. It's very I very thematic. I'm not a big um, what is it, pumpkin spice latte, and and all those like themed drinks and and whatnot. I'm I'm, I'm not a coffee drinker, so I've never had pumpkin spice before. Really, and I like apple cider. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, but. Top four? It's no, it's just class. It's top four. It's, it's not because of like the apple cider. It's like the apple cider. You usually get it from like this farm where we go apple picking. Yeah. So it's like a family experience. So like it's apple cider is in like an encapsulation for like the apple picking and the things. It's really stuff from my childhood. I don't really do it much. See, that's more. different than just apple cider, Jack. Yeah. I, I should probably should have. I'm thinking like I know. Can I'm you just like this kid just <laughs> chief. I'm like this kid just chief apple cider during the fall. I'm like, like apple cider is good and all, but it's not that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah, that. Um. Yeah, I I can tell you what's not going on there. I'm not putting Halloween on there. I'm not a big Halloween guy. I agree. Um, I I. I was obviously when I was a little kid, but like now it just it's just not like it's just it's just not for me. It's just it's just not my thing. There there are just few too many aspects that I'm not quite a big fan of. Uh but in the fall well in the fall we have fall soccer. Uh just like rec recreationally and that's always fun to play. So I'll put that on there might as well if we're doing activities and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um 
what else? Hmm. I don't know. Fall. What do you fall? Autumn activities. Hmm. So we have apple cider, but yep. not just apple cider. Yeah, apple cider with like the nostalgia. What apple cider represents. represents. Yeah. And then we have fall, fall soccer. soccer. Yeah. Well, they're watching, obviously, Premier League. Champions League group stage as well. That's always fun and exciting to, to get involved with that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I feel like most of the stuff I do is not, like, seasonal. Like, I do a lot of stuff year-round, essentially. It doesn't even have to be activities. Mm-hmm. It can literally just be an object. Something yeah. that you, like Apple cider, something you associate with fall. Okay, so I actually... This is a weird one. I like the leaf change, like the aesthetic no, I, of it. No, that's that's valid. Like that's the valid. Arti- like the I know people like the fall foliage and whatnot, but I also hate li- raking leaves. Oh. I can't. I, it's one of my least favorite things to do. It's actually part of one of the volunteer projects that um, the club I'm part of does, mm-hmm. and I cannot stand it. But um, yeah, I I like the aesthetic of fall, like the 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 changing of it. And then, honestly, all right. So that's my third one. And then honestly, this is kind of weird. But, like, the temperature, let me explain. No, I get it. Like, I get the temperature. Right? So, it's yeah. like, you get to wear your hoodies, you get to wear your uh, long pants, and you can wear, like, your shoes and your boots and all that, but you don't have to wear a winter jacket. You're not usually going to be sweltering. Like, the climate is, is really conducive perfect, to perfect, some comfortable Perfect outfits. middle ground between summer and winter. Exactly. I agree. So, to wrap it up for you, you have apple cider. Apple cider. <laughs> fall soccer. Fall soccer. The aesthetic of the leaves. The aesthetic of the leaves, so fall foliage. Yeah, fall foliage. And then you also have... What did you just say? What did I just say? Do you forget too? Yeah. Oh, the temperature, the climate, <laughs> the, temperature. the climate, the climate. The, temperature. the climate, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the perfect And the leader. outfits with it. All right, that's yeah, fair, yeah. that's fair. Number what about one, you? Number one, or it, it's not no particular order. Give no me fantasy football. That's good. I am. I love fantasy football. I'm in like four or five leagues every Sunday. I am sitting my, you know what, on the couch for seven hours and watching seven hours of commercial-free football on NFL Red Zone. It's the best thing ever. You can't. You can't beat football. Mm-hmm. You can't beat football Sundays. I'm sorry. You, I, I. It's really emotional for me too. Mm. See, I saw this online. There is no joy in fantasy football. There's either just this immense grief from losing. Or this feeling of relief from winning. It's never, oh, yes, I won. It's always, phew. <laughs> oh, another week where I won. So fantasy football, love it. I'll just tie in football with that, too. Mm. Fantasy football, football, definitely on there for me. Um, give me apple cider donuts. That's true. I should have said that. That's what I really meant to say. But Not even, I don't, there's no nostalgia behind it for me. I just, I just think apple they're really good. I just think apple cider donuts apple are very, donuts. very tasty. Delish. Yeah, fans. Give me Thanksgiving. Ooh, all right. I feel like I feel like Thanksgiving. Underrated holiday. Family. It's that turn into the Christmas season. You you get the lights going. You put the tree up the day after Christmas. Um, day after Thanksgiving. Day after oh, day after Thanksgiving. Thank you. Um, you got pies. You got great food. Good memories with family, stuff like that. So give me Thanksgiving. And you can't be. I mean, Thanksgiving football is unbeatable. I get the the best teams don't necessarily play, but come on. It's Thanksgiving football. It's classic. It's classic. Um, so what do we have right there? Three. Three right there. One more. This is tough. It is. The fourth one's always hard. For no reason at all. I don't know what it is. The, the 
makes the fourth one so hard. Mm-hmm. Give me. Give me a second. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Take your time. It's, it's it's it's. Give me sweatshirts. Sweatshirts. Just hoodies in general. Give me sweatshirts. That goes hard. No explanation needed. Yeah, I agree. Sweatshirts. It's a, it's a classic apparel, especially for our generation. It's just so multifunctional. Do you have a like a favorite hoodie? I know some people do. I I. I have a few. I have a few that I'm like. Explain yours first. I have um. There's this one. It's uh like black and yellow. I just like the I just like the look of it. Uh, it's it's one of my uh, personal sort of like favorite pieces. I don't really have a lot of clothes that like are you know like super vibrant or anything. I I usually wear like dark wash stuff. I'm not I'm not I'm not like that. Yeah. I've been out here you know with the white and stuff like that. But you, you most people know I'm I'm in like dark clothes almost all the time. But yeah, that one's really cool because nobody else has it. Um. And I really like the design of it. It's my quality black and white, black and yellow, excuse me, not black and white, black and yellow hoodie. And then I have my... Uh, stop. Oh. Stop. Stop. I'm going to replace hoodies. Okay. This comes last minute, but I knew I was forgetting something. Last minute submission. Give me October baseball. Really? Nothing beats, huh? nothing oh, beats yeah, the fall classic. Hmm. Nothing. All right, look at we're already two and a half hours into the first wild card game. I forget who's playing. It might be Guardians versus the Yankees. I don't know. That's menial. What the what what what's important is fall baseball is the best postseason in all of sports. Basketball is my favorite sport to watch. It's my favorite sport. I think football has the best championship game. You can't beat the Super Bowl. March Madness is so much fun. Champions League. Champion, yeah, Champions League final. October baseball is the most electric atmosphere in all of sports. I mean, you're playing baseball. It's getting, it's freezing now. It, it's below 32 degrees. It's freezing. All for the little commissioner's trophy. Nothing beats October baseball. The vibes, the aesthetic, the excitement, the atmosphere, the unpredictability. Because uh, baseball, a wild card team can win easily. Look at last mm-hmm. year. And, um, not last year, two years ago. Uh, Washington Nationals. They won the World Series. Mm-hmm. They're a wild card team. <sighs> Sorry, I, I was watching the Red Sox greatest postseason moments uh, <laughs> last night because I, I was I was kind of heartbroken that yeah. I wouldn't be able to witness the Red Sox play another postseason game until potentially 2023. Tough, very very tough. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that was just no. Right. It's okay. It was really important. It's too. your pick, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Best postseason in all of sports. That's quite a proclamation, if I'm being honest. Oh, it is. That's fair. No, nothing's gonna change my mind. So you don't know Prem, so you don't know like what that's, yeah, that's like. That's true. Granted, I There's don't no postseason in Prem. It's just the regular yeah. season. Just goes. granted, I don't know how this new because there's a new postseason model for the MLB this year. Ooh. Um, instead of, and usually they just have three division winners mm. and they have two wild card teams. Yep. The two wild, you know how that's where two wild card teams play in a one game playoff, and then the winner plays the one seed. This year. They have seven teams that make the postseason. Or it might be six. I think it might. No, it's six teams. Excuse me. Six teams. I'm thinking football. Six teams. One and two get a bye. Three plays six. Four plays five. Mm-hmm. And those are best of three series. So it's a little It's a little more baseball for the wild card teams. But more teams do make it. Okay. So we'll see how this, uh, if this produces as much excitement as the one game wild cards. We gotcha. Because I remember last year during Jazz Band, me and Pete were watching the Red Sox speed up yeah. on the Yankees during, <laughs> during the AL wild card game. Yeah. And when I called that Xander Bogart's home run. And I think the 
bottom of the first inning straight to center field. Oh, we went nuts, dude. Mr. Block wasn't happy when we went nuts. <laughs> we went nuts. No, he wouldn't be. Okay, so I am sorry for interrupting. If you want to continue with your sweatshirts. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but I say we sort of transition into the into the really meat and oh, potatoes yeah. aspect of this episode. Yep. So, Jack. So, for what we have on the docket today is uh, a little thing that I thought of probably a few months ago. And I was looking into, like, you know... What I wanted to add to, like, my repertoire of skills or, like, things I wanted to learn. Because in, like, in this economy and in this work environment and this present state, like, your ability to be sort of marketable and impressive is based on, um, like, your skills and, like, what you can do Mm -hmm. and and your talents and whatnot. Uh, But then on the other side of that, not just, like, from a pure economics point, but from more of an artistic aspect it's like it's cool to learn new stuff it's cool to like know interesting things or be good at interesting things or um you know just add talent and have fun with different activities and hobbies or projects and and, and things like that so i was just i was just wondering um what are some sort of creative projects or skills any number uh that you want to pursue or have thought about pursuing or are currently pursuing so it can be stuff we are currently pursuing, yeah. just want to get better at. Yes. So definitely piano for me. I taught myself a little bit of piano over quarantine. Um, I'm definitely, I'm an okay pianist. Uh, I don't think I'm amazing, but I also don't think I'm still in that initial learning phase. I think I'm somewhere in between. Um, so I definitely want to learn more tunes on there, sort of be more competent with improvising and stuff like that. But I'd say my main priority is still sort of becoming the best drummer mm. I can be. Um, there's still a lot more techniques I need to learn. Uh, there's, there's a lot more I need to polish with sort of my craft. Uh, and I, I find that really enjoyable is taking from learning from sort of the influences that I view as amazing drummers. So whether that be uh, Sarah Thoyer, she's an amazing drummer, or J.D. Beck, they really craft who I am. And I think that's interesting. I know this is a little side thought, but I think that comparing your influences to your product whatever that may be is something really cool to see yeah. how those impacted yep um so definitely becoming a better drummer and sort of mastering the art of drumming which is impossible but still something that i'm in the pursuit of so we have f- musical really um mm-hmm. i'm not going to count powerlifting because i feel like that's 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 not really creativity yeah i'd say that's more of sport and it's not and like endurance. something that like you want to pursue it's like something that you are actively pursuing yeah, yeah, yeah. already 100 percent yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely want to learn a new language or not even learn a new language. I don't I want to master Spanish. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think that would be really neat. Uh, that would allow me, that would open up a lot of cool opportunities. I think, especially with travel, being able to communicate and immerse yourself in different cultures. Uh, so I think that would be really cool. I definitely want to master Spanish or maybe even another language. Who knows? Um, Spanish, great language. Definitely continue writing. Uh, I'm getting anything th- with writing, like specifically. Yeah, uh, I do. I do have some short story ideas and sort of some stuff I've started, but nothing's really came to fruition. I guess mm. I never really finished them. Um, so I guess once I carve out enough time to really put some some maximum effort into it, I guess I will. You could still write every day for like ten. I minutes. could. Yeah, I think that's I now. Think I 
Right now, it's really difficult. Right now, I would not recommend it. That's but what after I mean. November, At, that's what I mean. Right, right like now, ten minutes I a day. Can't. But one hundred percent with ten minutes a day. That's all it is. I also want to keep pushing out those album reviews and stuff because I still have. Oh, I have right. I have a lot in my document. I just haven't. I just don't have. <laughs> Like the time right now. Yeah, because with filming, it's it has to be that's sustained what I mean. effort, right? The the yeah. filming and the editing is what takes a lot, yeah, a lot of time. So that. Mm, oh, another thing. This has been really important to me lately. I've been really getting into classic novels. Mm, I think AP. Lit. I think yeah. I think Lit has sort of opened that door to me, but um, I really really enjoyed Charles Dickens's Hard Times, mm-hmm. and that book's not even considered to be one of his best. No, not even. Close. And so uh, I'm reading Great Expectations right now. Uh, I I want to read some more Dickens, but I also want to go into the Jane Austens and sort of other these other writers of the classical era. If they're even classical, yeah. classical era. I don't even know. I just feel that term out there. 1984, George Orwell. Yeah, I just want to sort of... Poe. So I want to read some of that, and then I also want to get into the more contemporary stuff and the newer stuff and kind of enjoy reading. So mm-hmm. I guess reading in general, I'm really Bring enjoying. Bring back that reading, baby. I'm really enjoying reading right now. Yeah, good. I can't, I can't lie. It's a good thing. I don't think people read enough yeah, on a general no. basis. I don't think I read enough, but I think I'm... I don't even think I read enough right now, but I'm certainly getting better. Yeah. I just... You're missing out on so much because, like, books, no matter the book, nonfiction, fiction, classic, contemporary, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, like, they're the, if they're good, if they're good, it's the product of sort of years or decades even. Oh, yeah. Of experience, work, lessons, morals, information that someone else had to go through and learn or craft mm-hmm. that you can experience and take the lessons, morals, virtues, uh, story elements, like all, all the positive things from it in like a few days, a few weeks, maybe a month or two if it's like really long uh, and you're dedicated reading to it, obviously not like taking huge breaks. Um, it's yeah, it's just like a wonderful transfer of, of, of knowledge and people are missing out on like so much for the sake of entertainment, the sake of sort of ad- admiration of art mm-hmm. the sake of like actual applicable uh, information to either their passions or personal life sure and i think that movies and shows do have a place yes. in teaching us important morals and themes but i just find books to be a lot more rich and have mm-hmm. a lot more thought and a lot more of these intricacies that we're learning in ap lit that really open your eyes to how wonderfully and almost perfectly crafted they are there's only so much you can do within film and television mm-hmm. like film Movies are really short. That's what I mean. In the grand scheme of things. Like, 100%. And then TV shows, obviously longer, a little more expanse. But, like, there's so many moving parts. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, writers, actors, people dropping in and out of set. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, climate, things, like a pandemic interrupting. Like, there's so many other aspects. Whereas writing, it's pretty... um within that region like the even the research that you have to do independent of it is still sort of it's sort of within uh the same circles so they overlap easier whereas like film it's it's a huge project for just a super short amount of time like you're not necessarily pressed for length or expanse in a book oh yeah yeah 100 percent. whereas you are on like a television or, or a film and what what i also value in books is how the story in and of itself is the connection between the reader and the author. 
a lot of what the author is dealing with, a lot of what they think is put into their story. Mm-hmm. And I think that learning about the author through this different medium is incredible, especially if that medium yes. is super duper well written and emotional. Like, I, I don't mean to just talk about the books that we read in class, but I know that's something that we both read, Grapes of Wrath. I mean, we yep. learn a lot about John Steinbeck and sort of what he views of the world. And um, it's really interesting to have this story of this family moving out west during the Dust Bowl era um, sort of portray some of what he values and some of his values, and I think mm-hmm. that's really interesting. Yeah. The, the historical context of it as well. Oh, yeah. And historical importance. Very, mm-hmm. very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, that's it for me. Piano. Piano. Drumming. Drumming. Writing. Writing. And reading. Reading. And then language. Language, too, yeah. Five. Language, that's too. Good. That's good. That's all good things. Yeah. Yeah. All things that are, like, within reach, too. Uh, yeah. It's not like you're, like... I want to get published in the New York Times. Yeah, exactly. I want to become a best-selling author and win a Nobel Peace Prize. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Some people have those goals. No, that's not, but small steps. Yeah, small steps. Small steps. Small steps make big gains. That's right. That's 100% attainable. 100%. All right, Jack, your turn. Oh, yes. So, uh, for me, I would like to continue my pursuit of philosophy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I think I mentioned that too. I don't know if I've talked about it on on here before. I was going over some uh, philosophy over the summer, uh, and I've been doing some research into it. So we did, like, philosophy of God, so, so religious philosophy, uh, some things about art. Like, the, the structure of argument is really interesting, but, like, it's the other lessons of well, so like the lessons in ethics, the lessons in like the ways of life. So right now I'm reading the Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, which is a famous um, uh, Stoic Roman emperor, and it's it's his like personal diary. So it's like interesting to see like the wisdoms and the lessons of him. So I I, I want to get more into that and sort of see because I the more I learn about it, the more I realize that philosophy has such a function. Uh, beyond what people take it for like people take it for such like this esoteric out there thing where it's like it's actually pretty pragmatic like if you look at like why do you believe what you believe like a lot of people have these beliefs and they've never under they've never really looked at why they have them so really their beliefs are founded in nothing which is kind of odd because mm-hmm. it's like you f- you feel so passionate about your beliefs, right? Yeah. Like well, you 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 want to believe you if you believe in it, you know what I mean. You have some value in it, but like if you've never taken the time to examine why you think that is the way it is, it almost stands on nothing, which is pretty fascinating. That it's it's most people who think that way, including myself. Like, yeah, there are things that I think is right and think is wrong that other people don't think is right, don't think is wrong, and that I can't explain per se why I think it's objectively right versus objectively wrong then there's arguments about objective morality but that's not the point of this i'm just saying pursuit of philosophy uh for a multitude of aspects for uh the educational aspects the pragmatic aspects and you know the wisdom and lessons of it because you know mm-hmm. the the i was reading it and like there's a description of a person who i was able to pick out like the author Marcus Aurelius was talking about a person who was like constantly correcting people's grammar 
uh, as a way to like debate them, but not really like questioning their content. Yeah. So it's like instead of like, say they're making valid points, but it's like actually that's the wrong your actually. Oh, that this I, goes I before that. Oh. Actually, it's uh, y- uh, he and I, not he and me. I have a so, friend who does that, yeah. and I think he does it on purpose, but it still gets to me. Yeah. So, th- and that's person from like two thousand years yeah, ago. This, the wheel goes around. Nothing oh, changes. Yeah. So there's, uh, like, that's, I find that pretty fascinating, too. That's like, wow, this is, like, quite literally, if if you didn't put Marcus Aurelius' name on it and put, like, all the names and dates and, like, the Roman stuff on it, this could quite literally be something written in the past 10 years, which I was like, that's kind of weird. It's wild. Yeah. So, yeah, philosophy. Um... I would also like to do writing. I have short story ideas. I've my creative writing has almost been completely stunted uh, for many years now. I I like when I was growing up. I wanted to be a writer, um, and that's a, like quite literally for a period of time. That's what I was planning on majoring in, uh, but then I didn't realize English major wasn't exactly for me because I have other. I have other talents and aspects of things I want to pursue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so and there are other areas where I'm better suited to. But yeah, no. Pursuing creative writing, just like you, um, is, is something that I want to develop. Uh, and honestly, swimming. Swimming. So I'm, I'm not like the worst swimmer, but I'm not even close to the best. Like I never did swim team or anything like that. But... Um, you know, this just it's just another thing to like sort of like bulletproof my um my abilities and like mm-hmm. f- health and fitness and athletic point of view. Like a lot of like there's a there's a saying from a Navy SEAL, like you are your own worst enemy in the water. And I don't want that to happen. Like that would be a really bad thing if if I was um in the water. And, you know, like, basically killing myself in a way. Like, I want to... you Having water competencies, I think, is really important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my dad was in the Navy. So he was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so that's that's something that's, like, pretty emphasized, fairly emphasized, but we obviously haven't taken the time to, like, really do swimming. I was actually doing... Ah, that's not important. We'll, get, we'll move past that. Sure. Uh, and then... Let me think. Creative projects... I'm pretty set in my musical pursuits. I don't really see saxophone after high school, mm-hmm. but piano will continue. And I can, uh, I'll, with what I have done right now, I can just do what I want to do with piano, which is just learn pieces, jazz and whatnot. I, I want to expand my knowledge on that, but like I'm already taking lessons, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's not something I need to do quite so independently. Um trying to think I don't know if that's necessarily a creative project but like coming more financially competent does that make sense you know kind I mean? of yeah so like investments okay that's what I figured yeah I yeah it's sure. like it's like like investing budgeting things like that some stuff that I don't have to pay attention to right now fortunately from mm-hmm. for myself personally um, but that I know I will have to, so it's I, that's a skill I want to develop. And then I just have I just came up with it, and then it just 
what's out of my mind? What did I just say? What is it? Finances? Finances. Writing. Philosophy. Swimming. Swimming, that's right. Yep, that's my fourth one. And, um... That's so embarrassing. What? I can't remember. I just I thought of something, and now I can't remember what it was. Hmm. Well, if it comes back to me, I can just do a audible like you did yeah <laughs> literally told you to stop yeah, yeah. Stop. quite literally stop hold the presses yeah no i'll stick with those i think that's, that's a, good a good list, list right that's there stuff to pursue exactly yeah that's a good list right there <sighs> very jack higgins but not in a bad way yeah so i'm just suppose. just a jack higgins thing sometimes yeah sometimes i just pick up stuff you ever do that <laughs> yeah just like you're bored one month and you're like let me just look in a chest real quick. Then you just Oh no, I don't do that. Oh no. It's something it always, something always just surfaces. Oh, okay. It's not that I actively seek, it's that it just sort of comes to me. Yeah. That's fair. I guess it's like a combination of like stimulus and the yeah. environment and then it's just like, oh, let's just check that out. That's how I do. I just love having new new interests. Yeah. No, whether whether they stay or they're they're really ephemeral. Mm, true. Yeah. No, I mean Novelty is always interesting. Yeah. Just because of the chemical aspects of it, but that's unimportant. Is there anything hinting to what I was talking about? No. And we're moving on. So, those are your projects. Those are my projects, and those are your projects those plus one projects. that he can't remember. The plus one that I can't remember. Which may surface during. Which may surface during the next segment. Is it Okay. Before we go on, what are you going to do to, like, pursue the um those projects like what steps do you think you can take well certainly practicing the piano and drums every day mm-hmm. not every day i wouldn't say every regularly. Day. regularly 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 um i think reading almost like our in your portfolio last year and if you become a better reader it sort of transcend transcends into becoming a better writer vice versa i think as well um so sort of reading and writing, those go hand in hand. And then my other one was learning a language, which I think there's a lot of cool online resources you can learn mm-hmm. uh, learn from. And there's a, certainly other ways you can learn languages. But I think that's number five on my list of creative yeah. interests right now. Something I, I hope to get to, but not the utmost priority. Right. We have other things to do. Because just, that's just the state of the life. Like there are other things to do, but you can still... It'd be nice if the only thing I had to worry about was playing the drums, piano. Yeah, right? Yeah. That'd be crazy. And there wouldn't be a special. Yeah. There's certain arguments about that. Yeah, well. Yeah, so like, reading, like, read philosophy every day. Yeah. Write every day. Just little bits of time. Yeah. It's like, we've said this before, when we talked about, when we did the time episode, it's like, you have more time than you think. 100%. Um, but you also, and you it's like you have more time than you think, but you also need less time than you think you need. Like for the video stuff, I understand that like that's a commitment. But for like writing, you can write 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day. I do like two minutes a day of just yeah. w- whatever it is. And like that counts and that moves you forward, even though it's like the slightest little bit. little bit. Yeah. Those improvements stack. But 100%. there's your advice. Pick your own, pick your own creative project, people. Work on it every day. Move your needle forward. And see what happens from it. See what you can produce. Let us know. That'd be very exciting. Yes, that would be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiration. They would. 
Right. The creative people out there and the listeners. So I have no transition for this. So just gonna no, we're just going to jump it. right into it. And it is. Do you care what people think of you? Now, this is like a loaded question because like the base psychology and like even beyond psychology, it's like neurology, just like the way the human brain has been wired to function. It's like there's a social aspect of wanting to be accepted into the tribe, quite literally for survival purposes. So, like, when you say, do you care what people think of you? Obviously, the answer is yes. It's a pretty rhetorical question on a scientific basis because you're quite literally evolutionarily wired to care what people think of you. But I don't like thinking about it like that. I like thinking about it like, do you, like, care what people think of you? where it dominates your life or like do you sort of put that out on the periphery and it's not really something that you think about all that often it depends <laughs> fair <laughs> I mean I, I hate that I can't give you a really a definite answer but it definitely depends because what exactly is that view people hold of you is it something of uh, along the lines of you know he's a terrible person right yada 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 or is it huh it's a little weird, but whatever. I think if it really falls into the category of questioning my integrity as a person, then I think that would certainly be a important issue for me. Mm-hmm. People were saying that they think I'm just a, some terrible, ruthless person. So definitely that's important. But if it's little things like, oh, he's kind of weird, is that really important to think about? Not necessarily. Yeah. At least in my perspective, I think you should. we should all sort of... Enjoy our own little quirks. Mm. So I think that's important, but in a different way. Um, so, yeah, I guess if it's really just targeting the, my integrity, targeting how I am as a person and how I treat others. Okay, that's fair. So it's like they question your character? Yeah, c- exactly, question of character. Yeah. I think that's something where I really need to focus on. Mm. How about yourself? Yeah. Well, there are some people. Can I guess your answer? Yeah, go for it. People's this is this is what I could think you would possibly say. Okay. Why is what other people important think if deep down you know that you're a good person? You know that what you do, your character is not something of evil. That's close. Sort of. Okay. It's, it's that that's a factor. It's like if I believe in the actions I'm taking, uh, and I feel that they're right, like and I know that they're right. Yeah. Uh, for me. This actually gets into the subject of morality again, but I don't want to do that. Um, Then I will stick with them, and I really won't take in mind from, like, what other people say. Like, that opinion won't be a factor in me. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, I would never do that. That sounds sounds so awful. Like, why would you do that to yourself? Uh, When it comes to, like, doing work or things like that, it's like, I don't find any enjoyment in that. I just don't think that's what it's like. That's so cool. Good for you don't do it then do something else it's like that's not obviously that's not for you um but most of the time it's like i don't care what most people think i care what a select few people think that's understandable so like i know in some situations when i speak the truth of the matter or the truth as i perceive it to be it can come off a little harsh 
And some people don't respond to the truth of the matter that well. And um, at that point, I'm like, oh, tough. Like, th- this, it's just how it is. Like, yeah, yeah. If, if it's reality, I'm not going to lie to you. I w- I'm not like that. I'm not like a person who wants to lie to you. I've gotten better with it because I've realized that some people just, you can tell the truth in a certain way and get the same message across without being so harsh and abrasive as some people like to say. But, you know, sometimes you need to tell the truth as it is. Like, dancing around the actuality of the situation is not going to make it better. Mm-hmm. And I think I fall sort of into that category. I am terrible at being direct with people. Yeah. I I just, I cannot do it, yeah. dude. And I think there's, I just, ugh. No, I'm. I'm bad at it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm bad at, like, not doing it now. I don't know if I always was like this, but, like. I, I can't not do it now. It's like, this is how it is. I'm going to tell you how it is. I'm going to tell you. And, like, we're going to, we got to figure out where we want to go with this information. What we're going to do about it. See, what I think is interesting is how sort of your thought process plays into your actions. Mm. I think you're more logistically driven, more pragmatic, whereas I am definitely more emotionally driven. I think I, I'm. I always think of how this is going to impact the other person before I tell them whether it's the truth or not. If I think that this could possibly have a negative impact on the person right now where I am telling them in that present moment, I probably won't, Mm -hmm. even if it's important for them to hear, which is something I think I need to work on. I mean, if they need, like people are always like, you got to find the right time. It's like, well, what does that mean? Like, sometimes there never is a right time. And the right time is actually right now because if you tell it later and you just let them dwell. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You ever do that and it's like, oh, I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want I didn't want you to be mad. It's like, well, you should have told me earlier. If I had known earlier, I never would have done X, Y, and Z. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, my fault. Like, I got that enough. I was like, all right, for sure. I'll yeah. tell you as soon as I think of it. Oh, yeah, that person, they did X, Y, and Z. I wouldn't do X, Y. You and I had a situation like that, actually, where someone was brought up, and I was like, actually, this is what happened. Yeah. Like, that was something where I didn't necessarily have to say anything. I could have let go, because uh-huh. it might have made you feel bad, but I didn't care, because I knew what what was... I knew what the situation was, and I knew that you need to have the full picture of the... Of the yeah. Of the situation, of the scenario, that is. But, uh, yeah, no, so some people are like... Uh, that's that's you know like brutal harsh and things like that like i really that doesn't really factor in to my thing it's like no this is this just how it is and, and i think you deserve to know the truth so yeah no I yeah so some people have that i feel like that is something like a view it's like i don't care about but it's like the people i like really value like uh my friends and my family like my my close friends as well so like you for example like if you thought i had done something uh messed up or like um, something that I need to apologize for or rectify or like should have done something else right I would have I would be like oh I gotta take that into consideration um because that's a person that cares about that person that's a person that actually knows me like when strangers have an a like a view or an opinion of me like it, how is that important you don't even know who I am I feel like we had a situation like that a couple weeks ago did we we won't get into the details okay. of it but we did Yes. Never mind. Never. Okay. We'll, we'll talk yeah, about yeah, this yeah, after yeah. the show. We'll talk okay. about this after the show. Sure. But, but yeah, no. So yeah, that's when I factor in like the people like who are close to me, like because 
you're always biased towards yourself. Like there's bias and you, you need to balance that out. So you can't let strangers dominate your life with their opinion of you. Like I could have a random person who doesn't know me think I'm a bad person. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Good thing we're not friends now. Good thing it's like we're not going to be friends later. Exactly. Um, like that doesn't, I'm not advocating for like people to have like a generally negative view of you, but I'm not going around trying to please every single person. I'm going around trying to be who I am. Uh, and you know, being quite literally true to myself, Ben, true to myself, but like, like just honest, like honest with who I am as a person and and what I want and what I feel and, and whatnot. Uh, so that I'm never like lying for other people's lying to myself and to other people for their approval of me so that they think of me better. Just like, I think I'm a pretty genuine person and I really value uh, genuine people and loyalty. So I want to give the same thing to them. Yeah. What I also think is important is what you learn from what other people think of you, whether they're important or unimportant, allows you to grow as a person, Mm -hmm. allows you to sort of look at yourself in retrospect and focus on aspects you can improve, whether that be your demeanor, whether that be the way you talk to people. Because I remember... Uh, I used to have a problem whenever I talked politics or stuff I cared about with my father. I tend to have this very condescending tone. Yep. And uh, that's something that I wasn't necessarily trying to have. Right. But the fact of the matter was I did talk like that. And so I've learned to sort of manage it. Sometimes it does come out. It's not intentional. Uh, but, yeah. And that helped me sort of understand that to to sort of re- remedy that problem yeah. I guess. So you I need people to keep you honest. Exactly, exactly. And and whether that those be come from people you know or even don't know, I think there's still some information we can learn from both of them. Yeah. I just place more weight on people that really do Which know is understandable. You, less weight on strangers and whatnot. Yeah. just like oh, I heard you were this way and it's like oh, that's crazy because it's not true. Uh-huh. Good yeah. good for you. Uh and then and then honestly it's like you gotta it's like you gotta have balance you can't let other people dominate your life but you also can't like be so big-headed that you don't listen to anybody and you Mm -hmm. think oh my it's my way or the highway it's like that's how you get things done and nobody will egotistical seriously so yeah no i think some people have that impression of me what where it's like it's my way or the highway that like i somehow just don't listen to anybody else and i i couldn't be farther from it yeah no it's 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 that you're right you couldn't be farther from the truth yeah so yeah, I really do value the opinions of other people. You do, you do, hundred percent. Yeah, I uh, try my best to listen. It's a, it's an important thing. I don't feel like anybody listens. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes, even sometimes with myself, uh, I catch myself like waiting for my turn to talk. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're you know, you're in a conversation, it's like it's not really talking to each other. You're taking turns talking at each other. <laughs> that's a funny way of putting it. Right? It's a funny way of putting like, it. It's like it's like that's it's so it's really selfish. Uh but everybody does it. So like it's like society yeah. accepted. And even I like, I'm not saying I'm <laughs> I'm not holier than thou. I do it too. Like sometimes I catch myself. I try to stop. Like I actively try to like listen to what they're saying and like so either comment on that or if there's nothing to be said about it just like actually listen to them. And if you have something that relates to it. Yeah. You can't just be like, so yeah, no, I was going out for breakfast, and then, you know, we got pancakes, and it's like, that's crazy you got pancakes, because when I was in Belgium, we had the best, like... Yeah, there's no substance. Yeah, there's no substance. 
that's yeah, that's perfect. That's a perfect way of putting it. There's no, no substance. substance. Yeah, it's almost like the best types of conversations are spontaneous. Mm-hmm. That's true. When that's like the the boring, calculated, dry small yeah, talk. Yeah. Like when I call Jack when I'm on the way to the gym <laughs> or work, and he see before we end the show, I think I'm gonna start. I'm end it with this. All right. Unless you have anything else to say. No, I'm good. So, when I used to call Jack before, I used to call him a lot. It'd be like, yeah, what's up? What's the matter? Now it's turned into, what do you want? <laughs> There's times I call Jack and he just goes, what do you want? And I'd be like, no, I'm just, just driving to work. Well, when we, we, we talked previously, either be because there's something wrong. Yeah. There's an issue. Or it's like, we need to work on something for school. Mm-hmm. And now when it's like, I don't usually, I don't do a lot of social calls. Like, just in general. <laughs> Can you tell that I do? <laughs> yeah. You're just with you and Lucas. I you really and call, Lucas. I call, I call. I remember one time you gave me a, what do you want? Um, and then, <laughs> cause you were trying to sleep. And then I called Lucas. I'm like, please call Jack and annoy him. And then he started singing you lullabies. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> I was trying to sleep. They knew I was sick. No, no, no. You have to understand. They knew I was sick. They knew I was at home trying to take a nap. And this kid, Ben Marcoulier, <laughs> called me once and then told his friend, our buddy Lucas, to call me again. I just got <laughs> two calls back to Vegas trying to sleep and recover from my illness. Oh, that's awesome. Rude boys. I, lo- I, love, I love calling Jack and pushing <laughs> him off. Me and Lucas do it on purpose. Sometimes oh, actually, I'm aware. Sometimes we actually do want to talk. Sometimes no, we yeah. just, just call you to call you. Like it, like what my dad does to me sometimes. What yeah. Every parent does. Yeah. Like, hey, what's up? Nothing. All right. <laughs> like, you, you could have texted me that, <laughs> but that is a conversation for another day. Yeah. We could talk about that later. Ah, if my dad or mom listens this far, then they will text me. Not even text me. They'll just mention it nope. to me. Yeah. Alrighty, guys. So I think that wraps it for episode fourteen. I agree. Pretty good episode. Um, some good stuff talked about today, Jack. And yes, so sir. I will see you later. Take care. Goodbye. <laughs>